Our next guest has come all the way from New Zealand and he joins us here in studio in Tralee this morning. I'm joined by Professor Alexander Gillespie. He's from the University of Waikato. He's the first New Zealander to be named Rapporteur for the World Heritage Convention and he teaches international law and environmental law at the University of Waikato in New Zealand. Good morning to you, Professor Gillespie. Good morning. Tell me, why are you here in Kerry? Uh, I'm here to actually be um, in Valencia on Saturday for a talk about the potential of the site for its world heritage significance. So you think that Valencia has very strong merits become a world heritage site? I think there's a number of sites in Ireland which have got um, huge heritage potential that Ireland considerably undersells itself in its heritage but Valencia and the Atlantic Cable Connection in particular has a very strong case. And why is that do you believe? If you look at the significance of what the cable did, it was the beginning of intercontinental telecommunications. It linked Europe to North America. And it was the internet of the day back in the 1860s when it was... when it, it Was the 1850s or 1860s? Uh, it took over 10 years to achieve. There were um, five attempts, of which the third one was the first one which actually worked. Yet we cannot begin to comprehend how big this was. When people look at the Industrial Revolution, this is probably the, the eighth biggest achievement that humanity ever did. Eighth biggest achievement. That's right. But today we hardly even know about it. And tell me, wh- where did your interest in Valencia come from and, and the cable station and the fact that it was the first, I suppose, attempt at mass telecommunications? It, it wasn't the first attempt. There, there were, we did, um, there's overland cable, so you've got to think like Morse cable, and then you've got... Um, you can think of like the telephone wires and then you've got submarine wires which go under the oceans. So Ireland and Britain were connected a few years earlier but the first successful attempt which actually linked them was in 1858. And that was from Valencia? Yes, and, and this is an incredible achievement. This was, as you say, the beginning of the internet. This is We, we all value every day speed and communications and accuracy and it all began in a small part of southwest Kerry. And we don't actually, I suppose we don't even, as you said, rightly said, we don't actually tend to think about it in those terms. I, I spend my, a large part of my life working on world heritage. I go to a multiple number of countries and everyone's looking for a golden opportunity. And that opportunity might be in terms of their natural heritage or their cultural heritage in terms of, say, religion or various sites. Most countries I work in would give their eye teeth for a site like this, but here it's practically invisible. And what would it mean for Valencia if it were to become a World Heritage Site? You can cut this in two ways. You can argue the the ethics of protecting a piece of your heritage and why you should do it for future generations, which is a good argument. Or you can talk money. This is about tourism. If you make this site of international significance, people will come from all over the world. And we've seen that because there is a World Heritage Site in Kerry at Skellig Michael. Ireland has two World Heritage Sites, um, and that's, that's great. Two Heritage Sites is great. There are 962 on the World Heritage List. If you compare yourself to a country like France, which has got 28 sites, um, Britain, which has got 29 sites, Australia, which has 10 sites, Italy, which is 44, you have two. You completely underplay your heritage, and you paint your heritage in a way which is in a very small corner which does not meet the needs of modern tourism. 
What do you mean that we paint our, our tourism or our heritage in a very small corner? What, what do you mean by that? The way Ireland paints itself in heritage is very much around, and it's very important to do this in terms of its Neolithic heritage, its early Christian heritage, and that's good. This is a way to go. But you must consider that tourism is changing. There is Last year, there were one billion tourists for the first time ever on the planet. The vast majority of these people are coming from Southeast Asia. China grew by 40% last year in tourists. These people, to be very honest, are not interested often in early Christianity. They're looking for types of heritage and things they can identify with. And if you're Such as? Telecommunications, the internet, the industrial revolution, things that hold their culture to our culture. Now, you were, you were in Kerry, I think, a number of years ago to do with work involving the Tralee Wetlands Centre, which is open now just over a year. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? This is a great example of local heritage. This is a great example of, of finding the way of new tourist markets developing. If you look at Ireland, you will see that your numbers of tourism have fallen and the amount of money coming from tourists has also declined. The exception to this is with ecotourism, which last year grew by 16%. So your wetland centre is doing the exact right thing. That's where the new markets are. And that ties in with your whole notion of expanding the notions of, of heritage and, and... And change the way you think. You've got to change. You could, in my country, we, we, we're now considered the top tourist destination in the world. And this is incredible. We're in a, a global recession. This is following an earthquake which took out one of our cities. And tourism grows by 5% each year. Why is that? Why is New Zealand so successful? Because we changed the way we thought. For a long time, we painted ourselves as a European country where you could come shopping, and that was just stupid. You don't come to New Zealand to go shopping. And then we thought, what do we have which is different? What do we have which is unique? We thought about ecotourism, adventure tourism, and very importantly, we thought about quality and branding. And so that we knew that when people came, we would not aim for the lower end of the tourist market, and that when they came, they would get a quality experience. And, and Ireland and Kerry needs to follow that lead. You need to diversify. You, you need to be thinking about different opportunities. As I say, there's one billion tourists out there. Most countries are growing. Ireland is declining. When, where and when will you be giving this speech at the weekend? Um, the talk's at 3pm um, at St John the Baptist Church in Knightstown. And what day is that? That's on Saturday. And again, the time there? 3pm. 3pm. And I, I know it's, it's, it's part of a gathering for the Transatlantic Communications and Light Gathering down in Valencia. Well, Professor Gillespie, thank you very much for joining us this morning and for those insights. And uh, I hope you enjoy your stay in Kerry. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us. The time now on Radio Kerry is 19 minutes after 10. Kerry Today, in association with KWD Recycling, providing unrivaled waste and recycling collection services throughout Kerry. Fly direct from...